0: Enid. I'm her girl, the second, the baby. Or third, if you count my brother. We live in Blacksburg, Virginia, on a dead end by the old paved over railroad tracks. The calendar page hanging in Ma's kitchen is a fluffy dog, white and black like a cow, with her paws on her snout like she was naughty. Little muddy paw prints spell out July 1982 across the top. I like the calendar even if Vivi thinks it's for babies. Vivi is Vivian, because even her nickname is beautiful. She is older by almost three years. I'm ten, and she's almost thirteen. Ma wanted us separated three years perfect, but I was preemie. Vivi says I'm squishy dough because Ma didn't cook me long enough, but I'm not smaller than she is. I'm thick like Daddy, who says that's a sturdy way of living. Vivi says it's being fat. Once, she started to blow away in a wind tunnel in Chicago, pulled up into the snowy air. Vivi likes thinking of herself as someone who can easily blow away. One time, she said if I were with her there again in that wind tunnel, the two of us holding hands, I'd be her anchor and keep her safe. Vivi and I play in the pines off the side of the house, the ones that make a wall marking where we end and the Thompson's yard begins. Sometimes we climb them, More times we swing or dangle from the thick branch, our yellow pigtails or ponytails hanging down. Clint Thompson crouches small behind the corner of a shed watching us, like we don't see him. Vivi and I laugh. He comes out, says, I'm coming up. The hell you are, says Vivi. Hell you are, I say. She tips back her head, eyes rolling. Clint kicks the trunk of our tree. He touches the branches, but doesn't know which is the one to grab. He holds on to two thick ones and walks his feet up the trunk, but then he's scrunched like a ball, stuck. He drops back down in the dead needles. I'll come up, he says to Vivie. She hooks her chin on a branch over us. Her ponytail hangs straight down her back, smooth and perfect. Clint has this way of looking only at Vivie when he talks, and I don't know why but it makes my stomach feel homesick. His dog, Basie, trots over from underneath the bushes at his back door. A beagle mix with a coiled tail and a scruff of hair at the base of his neck for when he's feeling ornery, which is almost all the time, but especially when our dog, Floe is out playing, too. Today, Flowey's inside because Ma's making her fairy costume for Halloween. This is only July, but Ma likes an early start. Clint tries again. He grabs another branch, but it's wrong too, and there's nowhere to go from there. So he just sort of grips at the sticky needle tufts coming at his face and leans there. Basie's sniffing around every inch of forsythia and brambly blackberry bush we've got, peeing every step of the way. He's got funny short legs, and when one springs up in the air, Vivie calls it peeing with gusto. It about tips him over when he lifts his legs so fast and high. He's doing it again! I nudge her to look down at Basie in the currant bush. Stupid dog, she says. He can't help it, I say. Sun spots Vivi's face through the needles. It falls across her eyes, but she doesn't squint or move away. That's the trouble with being stupid, Enid, she says. We're carrying on this conversation loud enough for Clint to hear it, but we are high up enough he can pretend not to hear if he doesn't want to. And he must not because he hops off and Basie follows him back into his yard. Stupid boy, says Vivi, watching him go. She drops down to hang by her knees. Stupid, I say, and she flicks my big toe. The screen door slaps shut and out comes Fluffy White Flowey, running her happy dog run that's more like a horse's gallop. Right to our tree she comes. I see her catch on that Basie was here, and she's so smart that she turns her head and looks into the Thompson's yard good girl, I tell her, smart girl. Then she's off walking the bushes, sniffing everywhere he's been, stuffing her nose right into all those drips of pee. Do you ever wonder what it's like, says Vivi, pulling herself back up on the branch to sit by me, to think about things or do things that other people don't know you do? Like what? You know, secret things? Bad things? Oh, never mind. You're too young. What did you do? I say and shove her once. Don't be stupid. I'm going out, Ma calls from the screen door. She's in her tennis togs. She's clutching her tennis satchel. But she doesn't go get in the car. She heads back into the house. She never takes her racket. And you can't play all by yourself, but no one ever calls her to reconnoiter. That's one of Ma's favorite words and she never calls anyone. Bye, she says to us, once she's made it out the door twirling her keys. And still I don't answer because I'm watching the sun catch in the pleats of her white skirt, the pink balls bouncing from the backs of her ankle socks, her ponytail tied with a lemony bow to match her yellow hair combs. She backs the Dotson out the gravel drive. Vivie swings upside down again, says. She lies to us my stomach drops and now i'm afraid of being up high of vivie falling and landing on her head of flowy gone to find basie of this being the start to the end of summer of daddy not knowing the particulars of this day for us because this isn't one of his days it isn't a spend the night day and it isn't a barbecue grill day and it may not turn out to be a phone call day